0: praise, and I will give
1: this last month the workings of the spirit the impartation of gifts and here we enter into September in a few days Joseph Z and Heather will be here he knows what truly only the Lord will take place in those services but our expectation is of him these ordained days on the earth that we play our part. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? Another hour has went by. God only knows what has taken place in our lives. Sore calves standing. Ten slower backs standing. say this to someone tonight. Your scripture is this: he makes all things beautiful in its time. He makes all things beautiful that's for someone. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Don't get impatient. Stick with it, stay the course and you'll see there'll be no remorse. Hallelujah Glory to the Lord Phew. Bless the Lord Hallelujah Isn't it wonderful to be in this world? Amen my sister I'm with you songs come in the spirit.
0: All my
1: i On this great highway, and you're leading us forever on. You take us by the hand, and you lead us through the land until that great. Jack came on the scene, she really broke the mold. Before that, we sang beautiful little choruses. 3 Darling Jack and some of the people that got around her, they wrote songs. spirit bringing words from the father's heart that gives him delight when the church sings words that were first born in heaven that needed to be released in and through the earth by the church that would cause the earth to stand still in time that will take the church through these end of days. Truly, prayers that have been never prayed, words that haven't been said in ways that they will be spoken, and the church working together apostolically and prophetically, love with the Father, by the power of the Spirit, in Jesus' name, Hallelujah. hallelujah. Well, are you glad you came to church tonight? You may take your seats. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. So powerful. the Lord. Glory to God. I want you to go to Psalm 112 with me, please. I want us to read together. I want us to pray together. Don't look at the time. (laughs) Don't look at the time. We'll let you out before midnight, before it's Monday. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be great if we didn't even realize? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed are the poor the meek. Blessed are those who the This is so. We're, we're just going to read. The, we're going to do a prophetic release, declarations tonight, and uh, we're going to work, work with the Lord just for a few minutes. I sense His presence so powerfully. I pray that you sense His presence at home. You can comment and Amen. Get in on this tonight. But praise the Lord, Hallelujah. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man who fears, reveres, and worships the Lord, whose delight greatly in his commandments. His spiritual offspring shall be mighty upon the earth, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Prosperity and welfare are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Read it with me. Praise the Lord. Have you got your Bibles? You got your phones? Is it on the screens? I need you to see it. I need you to work with me. I'm working from the amplified. Pull it up on your phone. Do whatever it is that you need to do because it's not my words that's going to change your world. It's yours. If messages changed the world, it would be an amazing thing. Messages are brought so that change can come. But the change comes when change is appropriated. Not by what I believe, but by what you believe. It's not by what I say, it's by what you say. How do I know this? Because God said plenty. And just because he said it does not mean that you're going to walk in it. You have to say it. You have to believe it hallelujah glory to God glory to God say this we'll go from verse 3 prosperity and welfare are in my house and his righteousness endures forever now this is so key right here this is powerful light arises in the darkness So no matter how dark my life is, light is rising. For the upright, gracious, compassionate, and just who are in right standing with the Lord, it is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. He will not be moved forever. The uncompromisingly righteous, the upright, in right standing with God, shall be an everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is firmly fixed, trusting, leaning on, and being confident in the Lord. The heart is established and steady. He will not be afraid while he waits to see his desire established upon his adversaries. He is distributed freely. He is given to the poor and needy. His righteousness, uprightness, and right standing with God endures forever. His horn shall be exalted in honor. Look at this. The wicked man will see it. So you just go on ahead and be blessed. You just go on ahead and be healed and whole. And don't you worry about what the wicked say. Just you go on ahead. And be the head and not the tail above only and not beneath go on ahead and be the children of god and don't worry about what the wicked say the wicked man shall see it and be grieved and angered he will gnash with his teeth and disappear in despair the desire of the wicked shall perish and come to nothing I need you to hear me don't be fussing over what other people think of you it is important that you live right, act right speak right you do that unto the Lord but don't be sitting in life whatever age you are wondering all the time what people think of you, becoming self conscious in everything that you do you know, self consciousness really has a root in its selfishness. And the truth is this that you think other people are thinking about you, talking about you, and you are on other people's minds, but the truth is they're too busy to be thinking about you. And the truth is you have you on your mind. How many people knows that to be the truth? You can be doing great things for God, and other people come along and try to put you down. Don't listen to it. Just keep going straight ahead. Hallelujah. Say this with me. I take authority over discouragement, disappointment of any sort. I bind every demonic. operation, Operation. trying to cash in, in my life. life. I refuse refuse. my future to be stolen. stolen. I'm strong in the Lord Lord. and in the power of His mind. mind. I know everybody thinks that I'm an extrovert, but I have introvert ways, truly. I know people think that that could not be right. But the reason that I can have conversations and the reason that I can be in people's lives is because I make myself so into people's lives. Naturally, I could sit on an island I love people. I love being around people. Actually, I like a rent-a crowd. But I am as just as happy. And I learned years ago that if I need a friend, I sow friendship. I don't wait on someone coming to me. I have to go to them. And if you're not it Then I'll try someone else Come on everybody Some people are very lonely in life because they don't sow their lives into others and They'll say well, that's not my personality, but this has nothing to do with your personality This is to do with the character of Christ that is being developed within you that supersedes the liabilities of your personality can I have a big amen people could come to your church like this and leave after six months and say I'm so lonely I haven't met anybody here but that would be a lie because you can take your life and plant it in this place and go beyond the uncomfortability of the moment, the discomfort. How many people's ever had the discomfort of the moment? The awkwardness of new relationships. How many people loves that awkwardness? (laughs) But the truth of the matter is that no matter what you are, you have to go beyond. we have to make ourselves up conversations. Even when we don't feel like talking. Isn't that the truth? Yes. and what has that got to do with Psalm 112? Don't be afraid of evil tidings. Don't be afraid of what other people think. Stop it. Live your life to the full till it overflows. Remember, you've only got one shot at this. You can spend your life wishing that you were someone else, but you're not. You're you. You can look at other people and you can think, especially these young people, you can look at other people and you can look at them and think, I wish I was them. They're so good at this. They're so good at that. They're so good, but they're not you. And you can spend your life wishing you were someone else and as good looking as that and as handsome as pastor. (laughs) You can major on those insecurities You can major on those inferiorities, but those people that you think are all that and some and cool, they're not you. And you know, for you that are teenagers and twenties, there's people in their fifties and sixties that still never got over those inferiorities and insecurities because they didn't take the opportunity at your age that they should have. And they live for 30, 40, 50, 60 years still with insecurities and inferiorities when at any moment they could have given it away to Jesus. Let's just do it right now. Just close your eyes. If it's you that we're looking for, (laughs) I feel a song coming on. Is it you I'm looking for? (laughs) If it's you... (laughs) Come on, I'm dancing on the ceiling for somebody tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, if it's you, come on. If it's you, take it. Let's just declare it, Father, I now get it free of insecurities, inferiorities in the name of Jesus come on it's not you and your own little personality your personality is beautiful you are so beautiful but your beautiful little personality and your little prison it's not i'm telling you any joy at all and i've realized we need people carnal testified to you even at times you know i just want to slip on out when we go to meetings and invited back, going to meals, all these different things. I said, no, Karen, just let's just slip away in the car. You and me. Together. She'll say, now Paul, you're a big boy. You actually are a pastor of a church. You have responsibilities. You have children of your own. glad you did. You're glad you did. When you finally get over yourself, there's actually fun waiting on you. (laughs) Look at you, you never say, I'm getting over myself tonight, praise the Lord, amen. I know some of you think this is real boring stuff, but this is not boring. This is freedom. Freedom. I bind every demonic influence in the name of Jesus of a familiar nature that will be coming to try and rob you of your future. In the name of Jesus, any familiar spirit that's come down your bloodline that's trying to make you a hermit. That's trying to make you selfish. Just trying to make you self-centered. Trying to make you, you know, self-conscious and insecure and inferior. I take authority over that. In the name of Jesus, you are a son and daughter of the Most High God. There is nothing in you that is timid. He didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Come on, you're a rocket going somewhere. Amen, you are the son and daughter of the Most High God and he has given you, I'm telling you, strength from the inside. Hold your head up and look people in the eye. In our house, when I saw our children looking at my forehead, I'd say, look at me in the eye. Why are you looking at my forehead? I know it goes all the way back to the back of my head, but why are you looking at my forehead? You look at me in the eye. Say, but that's just so callous and strong, and you have to watch it, Pastor, because that can be offensive. Well, go ahead. Be your own little Sorry for living. Sorry for breathing. Don't forget, grandparents. You wished you didn't put that into your children. And now your children are like you. And now your grandchildren are like you, because somebody didn't stop it. Because like breeds like. And and the grandparent gets free and then can't understand why the rest of the house is like that. But it was the grandparent who bred that. And now the grandparent wants to accuse and judge the rest because they're not free. But people don't get free by accusation and judgment. Make it free by love and nurture. Explanations. I was that way, but I'm not that way. And if God can set me free, he can set you free. Because that same thing that worked at me does not have to work at you. (laughs) Come on, shut it out. Generationally, we are getting free. Come on, everybody. I believe it with all my heart. Satan trying to run down my family, he ran into me. It stopped. It's not going any further. The things that bugged me is not allowed to bug my children. The things that came against me is not allowed to come against my children. And I see any trace of that, I'm telling you, I go to war. When I see any sign of that, I go to war. I'm hard on it. I won't allow it. I won't allow it. I said again, I won't allow it. Because I know the misery that I had as a child, trying to deal with this and deal with that and deal with the other thing, and trying to work with a sensitive heart while everybody else thinks, oh, that's softness. It wasn't softness, it was sensitivity. authority over every name that you were ever called I take authority over every name that ever came even in jest in school I break us power in the name of Jesus the word shapes me not the words of people I said the word shapes me not the words of people the word shapes me I am a product of the living Word in the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody. I am a product of the living Word. You might have something wrong with you, but Jesus can put it right. You are not a casualty. Amen. Amen. So, when the wicked man will see it and he will grieved and angered, he will gnash with his teeth and disappear in despair. The desire of the wicked shall perish and come to nothing. Let's receive this in the name of Jesus. Do you know there are things that I do and I've done in my life, the as Pastor Carr, that we didn't want to do, that we didn't feel to do, that we didn't like, but we did it for our children. for this church, for this work. Because if you live just to the likings of self, you'll never reach your destiny. If you live just to satisfy the likings of self, You see anything in your children, you ask the Lord, is that a trait or is that demonic? Don't be afraid because you need to know whether that's just a fleshly trait or demonic activity. Help me if you understand what I just said because it's two completely different dealings you deal with the flesh differently than what you deal with the demonic and then after someone is delivered from the demonic then you have to help retrain them to live without that influence a lot of people just think it's just about deliverance
0: I'm free.
1: No, you have to learn how to live free. Isn't the Lord good? So, Psalm 113, come on. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise, O servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth forevermore. From the rising of the sun to this going down of it, and from the east to the west, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations. In his glory above the heavens, he was like the Lord our God, who has his seat on high, who humbles himself to regard the heavens and the earth because... Just like what I'm saying about our selfishness. Just living life for ourselves. God could have done that, but he doesn't. So he regards us, right? He humbled himself to regard the heavens and the earth. The Lord raises the poor. let receive this. The Lord raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap and the dunghill that's a good word that he may seat them with princes even with the princes of his people he makes the barren woman to be a homemaker and a joyful mother of spiritual children that's the amplified the new living says this he makes a childless childless woman, a family, making her a happy mother. Let's receive this now. Hallelujah. Isn't it good? I want you to lift your Bible and say, there's a word in here for me. There's a word in here for me. Hallelujah. If you spend your time speaking it, it will take time to speak to you. I'll say that again. If you spend your time speaking it, it will take time to speak to you. That's why when you hear me say things like, I woke up this morning and I had a verse coming out of me. That's not Paul, that's the Spirit. Isn't it nice of the Lord to awaken me with a scripture? How many people would like that to happen to you? Let's receive it right now. But like Gloria Copeland says, you have to make a deposit To get a return. So, nothing going in. Don't be questioning why there's nothing coming out. But you can go into the book of Isaiah and it says, He awakens my ear in the morning. He said, I will give him a tongue of a disciple, one who is taught. Those words that will come as you're coming out of sleep, those are the words that you need to listen to. Because the Lord is speaking to you. Like, over several days, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it came in such a way that it caused me to become inquisitive In other words, it aroused my curiosity. What is it about his yoke I don't understand? So, if he's wanting to show me something, I'm ready to receive it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good. Come on, pray in the spirit with me right now. Isn't it powerful? when you hear a song coming out of your spirit that's the song to sing how many people understand this how many people is receiving this Times where you'll just feel like singing in the Spirit and you'll think, well, I haven't had my prayer time yet. Just sing in the Spirit. Trust Him. Stop always bringing it down to your level. Carved up. If it's on you to sing in the Spirit, sing in the Spirit. If it's on you to grab the word and to speak the word, then grab the word and speak the word. But don't bring God down to the boring ways of man. He wants to keep your relationship with him alive. And he knows what you need to say when you need to say it. He knows what you need to do when you need to do it. I'm not talking about putting your discipline on the shelf. No, no, keep your discipline. Disciplines are powerful. But God should be in all of it. How many people accept this tonight? So wonderful. Well, I had a big message to preach, but God spoke.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. I pray you didn't get offended by anything that I said. No. How could you? I'm so nice. <laughs> But I know this, and I'm gonna finish with this. We'll receive tonight's tithes and offerings, but I want you to focus with me just two minutes. When we did the trip, and I know we were supposed to be resting, and we got plenty of rest. But when we went to Ephesus, and we went to Corinth, I had a revelation that came in me that I didn't have it before, but location, give it to me. And I really realized what Paul was up against. Like he just got off boats and went straight for the jugular. You're talking about temples to Athena and all of these different things and all the gods, the mythical, mythological, whatever. And Paul just trumps into the middle of it and finds a way to preach the gospel. You know, I've read the scripture too. You know, they hung him in dung up to his neck. For some reason, it just never truly hit home. Like, I, I could tell you stories of what I did in Northern Ireland through the troubles. But truly, it's just a story until you go, or you're in the middle of it. When you start to see the surroundings, the demographics, the topography, the geography, all of those different things, it changes everything. How many people understand that? And it did that for me with the Apostle Paul. And just that one scripture in the middle of ancient Corinth, where it was Second Corinthians 4.17, that the affliction is just for a moment. But the greater glory It really hit home. I said to the pastor that was with me, he says, what a strange scripture, of all the scriptures. Why that one? But he didn't need to answer me. I knew it. Because everybody that would see it would realize you're not going to get through this without a fight and if you're looking for a cute life with no kickback it's not going to happen a lot of people think when it gets hard they're not in the will of God Try telling that to the early church. Try telling that to the early church. Some of us won't even speak about Jesus for fear of people coming against us. But what if they stoned you? What if they spat on you? What if they literally cleared their sinuses and left one on you. Who cares? And I had this revelation, I think I spoke to Pastor Chris about it. The church is gonna have to learn to fight. we are so far from what an army looks like. Amen. We're so far from what an army looks like. Some of us, we just want the glory. But yet if the church started with the fight, you got to understand it's going to finish with a fight we're not going to do it having faint of heart, wanting everybody to like us, wanting everybody to accept us. It's just nonsense. I make decisions at times, and not everybody's happy with it, but you know what? I don't make the decision based on Paul or one. I make decisions based on all and the call, what God wants. And if it angers another, that's not my issue. That's their issue. And that's how we must live life. So if you ever wonder why I'm always on the edge of straighten up, pull up, push forward, you can do it. Lift your voice, lift your hands, do this, do that. Oh, great, says. It's because I fear sometimes that if people were left to their own ways, how would it really be? How many people has ever went to a gym don't look around to, to see who looks like gym material. But how many people in this room has ever been to a gym? Let me see your hands. It's just like, it's just amazing. Look at us, we've all been. <laughs> amazing specimen. But it takes a very disciplined individual to work out without someone working them? How many people would accept that? Because even the most disciplined people at times will give themselves an out. But when you have someone that is there with you and you want an out and they say, Not today, Josephine. (laughs) And they tell you to do it again, push harder, go further. That's when results. Unfortunately, spiritually, we need this too. And I thank God for all those people that have drawn alongside me to say, Paul, you can do this. Because when Paul wanted to give himself an out, somebody yanked my chain, said, not today. You can do it. So company is important. And you can find yourself weak company. And you look strong in that weak company, but nobody's growing. You just feel comfortable in it because you're streaks ahead of everybody else. But that's not how it works. And God at times will put us in a discomfort or an uncomfortable situation to grow us. God will trust you to help grow people. Because he doesn't use you to make you popular. He uses you to make you productive. Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord worship? Sometimes it might sound like it's wow, I just want just a message on hope just like Pastor to teach me on Ezra. Or I'd like him to go through the full book of lamentations instead of coming in here, you know, like,